You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. This is the Copacetic Hour. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? This is the copacetic hour. Copacetic is a term meaning everything is fine, cool, and in excellent order. This podcast is an air for open discussion, but not for the weak-hearted nor the simple-minded. And although we may not always agree, we will always exemplify respect. But at the same time, nobody, and I do mean nobody, is exempt from getting these jokes. Everything is copacetic. Yes, this is the Copacetic Hour, episode 36. How's everybody doing today? Feeling good. Good, good. Good. That's what's up. That's what's up. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yo, what up? It's your boy Kyrie. I'm back on the mic. Facts. What's good, man? It's DQ, man. You already see what time it is, nigga. Yes, sir. Being a die. <laughs> what's up, man? This is Will. First time on the podcast. Facts. About to be the best podcast yet. Facts. <laughs> Hey, it's Jordan. Y'all seen me here before. You're going to see me again. Facts. It's your boy Lauren on first time on Copacetic Hour. Hit him up. Hit him up. All right, let's jump right into it. First topic NBA Finals just wrapped. Did your predictions come true? What were your thoughts on the Lakers' run? And can you see them repeating? Well, I'll start it off. Yes, my prediction came true. No, I had Lakers in five, but. You know, Brown blew it. It's all right, though. But, you know, hey, great season. I loved it. As a Laker fan, you know, we're proud to be back on top. It's been a long time down in the trenches. Missed the playoffs. First time back in the playoffs, and we win the ship. I mean, what can get better than that? Facts, facts. Facts. Um, I did have Lakers winning, of course, and I did have them winning the six, man, so – I talked to Bing uh, right before the series started, and he would say, yeah, man, the Heat, they're going to play a little tough. Jimmy going to come doing his thing or whatever, but it's going to go to six. But um, real shit, though, I, I, I do think they have a great chance of repeating. Um, I just think that this this offseason is going to say a lot, man. We got a couple uh, good free agents coming up, man, that we don't have to lock up early. Facts. I think it's more depends on what the rest of the league does. Like what what moves are the Clippers make? What moves? What are the Nets going to be looking like with all them coming back? Like I definitely can see the Lakers repeating. It's just a matter of you know what the rest of the league is looking like. Because to me, man, I didn't know who was going to win it all. Then the second Denver beat the Clippers, I'm like, man, Lakers coming out the West and mm-hmm. they had it. Low key, Denver did the dirty work on that one because the Clippers were the ones that was going to be giving the biggest headache. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. I don't know. I, I had them winning in six, which they did. My shit was all the way right, low-key, though. Like, the <laughs> whole time. Like, I guess that shit perfect. I should have put some money on this shit. It'll be for real, goddammit. I think that the Lakers' run was, like, magical. Like, this is going to be a run, like, a fucking movie's going to be made about of. Or, like, when they do the 10-part Kobe series, you know what I'm saying? This is going to be in that documentary. You know what I'm saying? Like Kobe's death and what happened. This will be like the last episode, how they won the championship and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like for all this shit to happen, COVID, Kobe passing away, you know what I'm saying? Like it was. it's a lot of shit that they had to go through. 
Everybody thought the Clippers was going to beat them and all this shit. Like, they've had a lot of adversity all throughout the year. You know what I'm saying? And for them to come out on top, that shit was dope. Super dope. And so, and so, you know, like a lot of analysts claim that the Clippers were the mentally tough team or the, the dogs and AD was weak and Bron this. And, you know, it definitely proved a lot. Like you said, we came through a lot of adversity. Honestly, we weren't even favored to win the championship coming into the bubble or even starting the season. It was all Clippers, you nice. know. And to answer your repeat question, I mean, as a Laker fan, yes, I do believe we're going to repeat. But even as a basketball fan, like, I feel like we didn't even have our best season this right. year. If we put the, like DQ said, if we put the pieces together, we go get one more key free agent. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. And then seeing AD being in the, being in that predicament, you know, to be on the big stage and he shows up on the big stage for your first time on the big stage. You know, that shows a lot. And Bron's on top of the world right now. Right. His confidence is, is riding high, and that's going to be dangerous coming in the next year. It's going nice. to be real dangerous. Well, you, you got to think about the adversity they went through from the fact of, like, bro, that bubble had to be, like, mentally draining. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, slugging it out with Jimmy Butler for 48 minutes and then, like, seeing him, like, the next day at breakfast? Like, Yeah, they was talking about that. Right. Like, right. that stuff, you, like, you, you, you got to think the mental the adversity elevator. they went through this year. <laughs> Like, that's unmatched. Like, you know, you would rather go play at, like, a home arena, an away arena, head back to the hotel, chill with the family a little bit. They didn't have any of that. Like, it was straight business all the time, like, for months. Like, nice. it was – I got respect for them on that one because that one that yeah. would have been hard. That would have been Brown bad. said he missed his son's 16th birthday. You know, how, yeah. how important is that for a teenager growing up, you know? Yeah. And – Especially you out get caught smoking weed. Oh. Right. <laughs> You get caught smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good ass whooping. <laughs> but, even, but like you said, man, family. Yeah. That, that family not being there, though, like, you know, it's just mentally tough. And this shit, like we talked about on the last, on the first podcast for sports. Who, who got some ass? I mean, how, how many of the oh. superstars are happy to go home just to get some ass? Nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Come on, man. You, I'll think about it. You just went. Uh, three for 17 on the floor. The only thing you want is a girl to rub you down and take care of you, and you can't right. even get that. <laughs> you got somebody coming to bring you uh, food in the Mickey Mouse in the Mickey Mouse hat. <laughs> right. I think I, I, I think when we talk about the bubble, though, and I think it kind of showed with the two teams that ended up in the finals, um, I know we had a, a, a episode earlier, and we talked about that the key to each team advancing the playoffs was going to be having that having somebody who got that who got the leadership skills on their team. Yeah. And if you want to mm -hmm. talk about as far as just players in the NBA that just possess great leadership amongst their team, it's Jimmy Butler and LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And right. you think you think about everybody else who got put out. You got you got uh, the Clippers who were favored to kind of win, but they don't have nobody that was a clear leader on their team. You got Kawhi, he he incited an assassin. But as far as it's a clear leader on a team that's dictating the way to, that's that's dictating the way everything moves, Kawhi's not that player. And Jimmy is that player. Jimmy showed he was that player and went with the Sixers. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and, and I think you proved it in the playoffs. And just like Giannis, too, that's another thing that uh, a lot of people discuss, too. Uh, they they question his leadership skills. And I think it showed. I mean, he did get hurt. He did get hurt. But outside of that, I think they struggled 
the most out of any team in the uh, bubble if you if we've been keeping it in the buck. The Bucks they, they struggle bad. And mm-hmm. I just think just just being in that bubble and having all that adversity, not being with Facts. your family, things like that. I think leadership was was a huge huge key factor in this final. Hey, to piggyback off what you said, I seen something where online they said that Jimmy Butler has stated he told y'all that he wanted to win. He wanted to win bad. He just had to find the right group that wanted to win as bad as him. And that's what he did. He had a whole he had a bunch of young dogs out there. You got Tyler Hero as a as a rookie who's grimming you. Like, yeah, okay, who's talking shit to Paul Pierce, you know, who's not afraid of those moments. Right. You know, I mean, he just got the right players around him and it just worked, you know. And uh, I also seen one thing they stated about him. Um they said Jimmy Butler has the superstar intangibles, but doesn't have the superstar skills. You know, he has the intangibles as a great leader. Facts. He's gonna he's gonna play hard. He's gonna lead by example every single play, but he just doesn't have the straight skill set as a Kevin Durant or mm-hmm. a Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. And I, I seen somebody say that, and I was like, okay, yeah, well, that's very understandable. If you look at Jimmy Butler, everywhere he's went, he's kind of like laid out what's happening, and no one really wanted to listen to him. Like in Chicago, he was like, hey, this dude can't coach, and this rebuild going to take forever. And look, we're three years down the line, Chicago not competing at all. He went to Minnesota. He's like, hey, everybody up here soft. They're not going to win because everybody's soft. He left. Minnesota got exposed. Went to the 76ers, was like, yo, Embiid and Simmons not leading, not getting along, doing nothing. Now yeah, look at they're talking about trading together. one of them this year. Like yeah. everywhere he went, he really exposed everybody. And they're right. like, Jimmy's the problem. Jimmy's the problem. Like, nah, Jimmy was just pushing everybody and everybody else was getting baby. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. If anything, this has just raised the lore of Jimmy Butler. And also to piggyback off of that question, though, as far as how the league is going to look next year, I think the Heat are also a team that you need to be worried about. Just because, in my opinion, I don't think the Heat planned on being in the finals this year. No. which was scary because <laughs> right right yeah and that's my point it's like right. that's the scary thing is that this team came together so well so quick <laughs> that they made it to the finals i think they were like 71 five to one highs bro right so yeah because they crazy. were already planned they were already in the plans to pull in a big free agent this year so if they pull in somebody who can compliment jimmy or has that skill set that we're talking about because you know if he's got somebody else that's just as good or better than him that can uh, run the floor with them. I would say look out for them too. And you can't look out. You can't forget about Big Brother over in Golden State either. Facts. Who wouldn't want to go to Miami though? Like who wouldn't want to hey, run? Who right. wouldn't want to play it? Right. Who wouldn't want to play in Miami right. the city for one? <laughs> for two, they just got to the championship and they're two games away, and nobody believed. It. Nobody believed yeah, in it but them. Bro, who wouldn't want to go there. They got all the positions, and they're young. People forget Miami young as hell. Yeah. Very young. Yeah, like Harrow, Duncan Robinson, uh, Bam. I was just about to say that. They, 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 they leave the score and didn't even play in the finals. Yep. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> all right, as far as the Lakers repeating, Lauren, what's your thoughts on the Lakers repeating? Oh, shit. Honestly, they got the best chance because now they got the confidence. Now you got AD with confidence now. You, know, so you got all them young guys with confidence and you still got some veterans over there. So all they need is to stay healthy, really. Because everybody else got to prove something now. 
Facts. That's a good point. That's definitely a good point. I don't know. I feel like they definitely in the conversation here, but I wouldn't say by any means that they just the pencil damn favorite. Because one, if anything, this run showed you the the holes that the Lakers have. Right. And they just didn't come across a team that was talented enough to expose those holes that they had. But now they can fix them, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. it depends on what they do. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't even pencil them in right now. Let's see what holes? the end of free agency is. They don't got dogs what's, on that team, bro. What's they those got, holes so, and who? What team could have exposed getting, them? But I'm saying you got a starter good. that gets pulled from the floor in the finals. That's never a bad look. Why is uh why is your your closer that everybody's called cause your closer the whole year, the whole time Brian has been there, is no longer starting for the team in the finals. I like, think Kuzma gonna be gone after this year, honestly. I, I, I think we need to get you are crazy. I think who, but who wasn't like who 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 are you referring to that wasn't starting? Oh, I'm talking about Kuzma. Kuzma, I mean, Kuzma, Kuzma, Kuzma didn't start though, bro. He was a sixth man from the beginning of but the he's season. not on the floor at the end of the game either. Hey, but that's coaching. And that's and that's a coaching. great that's a great job. Like that. That's a great job from Frank Vogel. And I, I was just saying this, like I really seen Frank Vogel's talents as a coach Killed this it. whole bubble. Every it. game we had and we lost, he adjusted. Every single game we had, right. he adjusted. Rather if it's a switch, a defensive switch, or are we gonna trap this man, or are we gonna push the tempo, or are we gonna start Dwight Howard? Oh, we're going to start him. And Hey, Frank Vogel did a hell of a job. And Kuzma at times showed that, okay, what are you doing for us? Kuzma still hasn't found his identity as a basketball player. Facts. And at those times, we got Rondo, who's a dog. Okay, insert him. You got KCP, who's our third leading scorer, who's not supposed to be. Insert him. Wow. Let him play. And we need Danny Green to knock down shots, even though he wasn't. But, hey. It still stretches the floor. But like you said, I don't see Kuzma's identity on that team. Like every yeah, I, I he's think just he's just on the team. Point. Like he's just yeah, he's just on the team. He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit the team. Because he's not I a think every time Kuzma. he starts learning who he is, they bring in another superstar that throws him off. Because I feel like he was starting to figure out who he was, and then they brought in mm-hmm. AD. He gets bumped down the pig. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think just with him, it's like a chemistry thing for him. He doesn't feel like he's that guy. That's kind of what I've noticed, at least from him. Anyway. And he's young, though. I was going to say, I feel like you got to give Kuzma the benefit of the doubt of, like, what his career at L.A. has been so far. Like, you got to think he came in, what, late first-round pick, kind of exploded at first because he was scoring and people weren't really expecting that from him. Thanks. So it's kind of like, man, this guy might be the man. The average is funny, bro. Time. He became someone like, we got to get him shots. We got to get him shots. We got to get him shots. Then he comes in this year and it's like, we got to get him shots. But, you know, we got AD now. We got LeBron. We got one of the most veteran teams. Like, if you look, they've veterans all over it. So it's kind of like, I don't think it's a problem as much as like, he's just got to get that chemistry and work with them because he's, he's really never been here before. Yeah. Really? Like, playing with a bunch of young guys at first and then they brought all these veterans and superstar players. So it's like, all right, well, I'm used to creating my own shot. Now I got to sit on the three-point line away for LeBron to give me the ball. So that's yeah. a totally different game. Facts. No, but he didn't that. totally stink the, the, the joint up. He didn't stink you know, the joint he up. Didn't. He, didn't. he knocked out some crucial shots. He knocked out some crucial shot for us. He, he actually showed that he's a better shooter than what people expected him to be. He didn't you know, stink, he, he it's didn't just – 
when that second unit is in, you got to be a dog, Kuzma. You have to attack. You have to be that man on the floor where we are are respecting you. You're not a role player anymore. You're a dog. And he he hasn't figured that out yet. And again, he's young. I mean, he's going to get that experience. And like I was telling E, when LeBron James rock with somebody, he don't trade him. And he rock with Kuz. So I think, I think, I don't think they're going to trade him, but I could no, see him being traded. I don't I, think so. I, I don't see him being traded, but but the thing is, we also got to understand Kuzma. Kuzma whole game, even even when he was at Utah, he he was an ISO player. Yeah. He's coming to the Lakers where he's he, his whole primary role is a role player, and he's really just sitting around waiting on his shot to get there. So it's it's mm-hmm. totally different for him. You know what I'm saying? And, and even this year, I thought last year Kuzma played horrible. Last year, the whole season, I feel like he played horrible. Agree. This year, I feel hair. like he yeah. he did his thing. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, hey, you give me a couple three pointers a game, you're an impact player for me. But last yeah. year, he was trying to, he was trying to play that ISO ball. He was trying to he was trying to prove his worth on the on the court, and he didn't have to do that. But right. I think now he kind of understands what his role is, and he, he embracing it. And I think it showed in the playoffs. I think you also got to take into the fact there's a certain like expectation and stuff when you play for a LA team and everything's kind of magnified times 10. That's a good point. So like that's definitely good one point. bad game is going to look like 10 bad games. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. if you miss one shot bad, that's like missing 10 shots bad because like mm-hmm. the expectations are so high playing for like LA playing. If you play in a, on a New York team, you know, it's just one of those cities where everything is so, if Kuzma was on like Utah or something, no one, no one cares. If he was on the heat, no one really cares, you know? Right. But the fact that he's on L.A., everything he does, no matter what, is just going to be so, like, out in the open. But that's the weird part about the question to hand, because he asks us, like, how they how was they run? And it's like, well, now you're in the bubble. You're not in L.A. You don't have all that press on you no more. you kind of mm-hmm. isolated and focused. So that might have helped them, because I've never seen a team just keep losing the first game and then coming back and winning the next four. Well, that, well like, that's, LeBron, 20, that's LeBron's yeah. feel-out game. He gives the other team one game, like, Hey, how are y'all gonna play us? Yeah, you gotta this. I was saying, I was saying that last. I was saying that. That's why I said I give that credit to Vogel because a lot of people, even as a Laker fan, like, okay, yeah, I'm like, all right, we brought Frank Vogel in. Okay, cool. When we could have got other options, but then I'm like, all right, we brought Jason Kidd in. Okay, cool. Lionel Hollins, we bring Lionel Hollins in. I'm like, all right, we have a great coaching staff now. Lionel Hollins didn't even go to the bubble. That's our defensive assistant coach. You know, (laughs) like, like, uh, so. Even then, that was Frank Vogel, unless he was calling uh, Lionel Hollins, like, what should we do, you know? But even you have to trust your players. And somebody also said to me, how do you know AD didn't call that switch on, now I'm guarding Jimmy Butler. Okay, as a mm-hmm. coach, you still have to trust it. Yeah. You still have to be like, okay, okay I'm going cool. I'm to I'm rock with you, AD. Let's see yeah. how you do. You could have easily been like, no, we're going to do it my way. I don't think that's a good idea. But he said, no, AD, I'm going to trust you. Let's do that. And it mm-hmm. worked. That's, that's coaching. Right. That's great coaching. That's right. Facts. But Frank, Frank, Frank always been a very strategic coach, especially on the defensive end. Like even when he was with the Pacers, like he he was giving mm-hmm. he was giving teams hell. Especially, I think it was what what fourteen. He's giving 14, Brian 15. hell. He was giving <laughs> Brian hell. You know what I'm saying? He was giving Brian hell, and I think I think he I think it was a good hire because he earned Brian respect years ago, and a mm-hmm. lot of people didn't even pay attention to that. But it's like he earned Brian respect years ago. So, so just building that relationship and building that chemistry with a new head coach, that's, I mean, that shit was huge, but that shit was in the works for, for, for the last five years. 
You know what I'm saying? It was in the works for the mm-hmm. last five years. And then he also coached two uh, Eastern Conference uh, All-Star teams, too. All-Star LeBron, teams, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just like all that shit was, man, it, it was meant to happen, bro. It was, it was definitely uh, definitely meant to happen. I, 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 I do see them repeating, though. I don't see do nobody talking this, right now. Can I ask y'all a question real quick? Do y'all think that this is the best coach LeBron James has ever had in the NBA? Or the best coaching staff? Uh, by far the best coaching staff in my yeah, opinion. Best coaching best staff. staff. Yeah. Yeah. Head, head coach-wise, I think Spolstra is the best he ever Spolstra, had. Spolstra, the yeah. best head coach he yeah. ever had. But right. Coaching staff? Hell yeah. It's got to be the... I don't think that Spolstra was a good coach then. At the time. I don't think right. that he actually coached them. Yeah, at then. the time. At the time. Brad James and Pat Riley, and he's the middle guy. But now with that Miami Heat team, you could see coaching adjustments and, yeah. and different play styles than what the old Miami Heat team was. So now you could kind of like actually respect uh, um, Spolstra. Facts. Same yeah. way with Frank Vogel. Like you got the LeBron effect, but I seen your adjustments. I seen as a coach what you did to change the game or to adjust for the next game. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of think that Frank Vogel might be the best coach that coach LeBron. I mean, his Cleveland coach wasn't bad either now. Oh, uh, Mike Brown? Brown. Yeah, Mike man. Brown. Mike Brown had Mike Brown was the was best defensive team, one of the best defensive teams in the league at the time. They had no offensive of identity, though. But no offensive of identity. Because all they had was LeBron. Like, you got Elgowskis down there putting up like 15 points. Like, that's my second leading scorer right now. Yeah, um, All he can do is drive. No, one thing One thing I got to give Vogel is he knows how to like make the pieces work on a team. And you can go back to those Pacers teams when they were giving Heat the run for the money. They had like, you know, they had like a young Paul George. They had some players like that. Mm-hmm. But he like took the pieces he had, just turned them into dogs and just knew where to put them. You know, and he made all that work. And that's what he did with the Lakers. Facts. Facts. Lifestyles is a men's and women's clothing store that carries exclusive quality labels. Their mission is to bridge the gap between mainstream fashions and luxury brands. They're the go-to place for the latest fashions and trends. You can shop with them online at lifestylesapparel.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-Z apparel.com. And follow them online at Lifestyles Apparel on all social media outlets. While you're at it, visit them at their brand new Memphis location. Back to the podcast. Moving into our next segment. All right. So we kind of got into it a little bit, but what are your predictions for next season? Or where where these key free agents land? You know, we got the the Warriors going to be good again next year. The Nets going to be good again next year. Who does Milwaukee bring in to try to keep Giannis? You know what I'm saying? Is AD going to sign? With the Lakers, or you think he might be like, fuck it, I'm going back to the crib and play at Chicago? What you think? Man, I think the West going to be a dogfight for real. If everything go right and everybody's healthy again, you thought this time was a surprise, next year's going to be a surprise for real. I don't see nothing going less than six games between anybody. Facts. You got to put that same credit out in the East thing there because you're still going to have the Bucks, You're going to have the Celtics. You're going to have the Heat. You know, KD going to be coming back to the Nets. That's something like people can't forget about with that. And the Nets already got like pieces, so yeah. 
can't wait to see that. Man. Miami, man, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it, you still know, got the uh, or the Celtics, the 76ers, depending on you know how they're gonna look for Doc. Yeah, okay, I get that. I get that. You got to watch out for those Warriors and what they're gonna do. It's pretty hard oh. to to say what what's gonna happen until free agency, the draft. Mm-hmm. Because the Warriors are sitting with the what number two pick. Yeah, that's yeah, trade bait. Trade capital. Yeah. That's, that's trade bait. You I know, like they can they can do something and and definitely uh, make some noise and make the Lakers have to step their game up. You know, Clippers already got to step their game up. They don't even know who's gonna coach their team right now. Yeah. You know, um, the East I feel is open, but like you said with Giannis, um, I think he's gonna be. Or if I'm if I'm the Milwaukee owner, I'm I'm landing on the table. Look, this is what we're about to pay you. What's up? Sign or or what? If Facts. he doesn't sign, I might have to try to trade him because he might leave. He might leave you after the season. Yeah. Or you better here. trade for somebody right now. I think of Chris Paul. I heard rumors of Chris Paul going to Milwaukee. I think Giannis needs a real point guard. And um, just like with Rondo coming back from LeBron, LeBron didn't have to bring the ball up that much. So you bring Chris Paul to Giannis. Now he gets to set up and uh, actually – pick and choose where he wants to work from instead of dribbling the ball up and then trying to blow by you, you know? I think that's the best move for the Milwaukee Bucks, for them to be elite. They need a point guard, a real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm going to say it here, though, and I've been saying this for like a year, but I think <laughs> that uh, Giannis is going to end up in Golden State. I agree with you. I think that's I what Golden State has been like gearing up for, building up the uh, trade capital so they can get him over there. And if they do that, I agree with you 100%. Like, I think Giannis, Giannis been on record talking about, like, just the chemistry that Golden State has and how he would love to kind of play for an organization like that because he said it seemed like everybody out there, they having fun on the court. But uh, I also agree with Kyrie. He, he he desperately needs a point guard, like, desperately needs a point guard. Um, I think him having a point guard on a team just even – and, and don't get me wrong, Bledsoe, Bledsoe good. Bledsoe, he, he, he's, he's good. But Bledsoe is not a – he's not a pass-first point guard. Facts. He's never been a pass-first point guard. I think um, I think I think if he had a Chris Paul, I mean, I, I, I could see them going far in the East. But also, I don't feel like that's enough longevity for Giannis to want to stay with, with the Bucs. That's Chris what I was going to say. Chris Paul at the end of his career. Facts. He's at the end of his career. Facts. And Giannis, 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 Giannis got a lot of years ahead of him right now. Facts. But I, I like uh, Van Fleet, Van Fleet from uh, Toronto because he's gonna be yeah. a big in the summer too. Yeah. He, he averaged he averaged seventeen and seven this year. You know what I'm saying? I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a big target when it kind of uh, to trying to keep Milwaukee together. But I don't see him uh, leaving Toronto. They got, I think they got he's the he's the biggest point guard available. Like the the biggest name mm-hmm. available point guard. You know, Rondo's going to be out there, but I, me personally, I think Rondo's going to stay. Yeah, I think Rondo's uh, going to stay too. I mean, he found a good fit. Him and LeBron are clicking. You know, I think he's going to stay. But like you said, that Van Vliet, uh, that's a big name out there right now. Huge uh, name, yeah. Huge uh, name. But there's, there's so many role players out there that's available that can go to mm-hmm. these teams. But I think we're going to see some big trades this year too because there's a lot of players unhappy where they're at. Like I heard – Oladipo's trying to get moved somewhere. I heard, mm-hmm. um, you know, Booker, Devin Booker's name is always out there. Like, so, yeah, somebody's going to trade. Yeah, so that's on, one man. thing I have no doubt go. A contender is going to trade for him. I just don't know who it is yet. But mm-hmm. so you got to put that into play too. But, you know, 
NBA is going to be interesting next year because this was the first year in a long time where there was like a wide open field yeah. on who could win the championship. Like, obviously, a lot of people had the Lakers pegged in and they won, but there was a lot of teams that people could have realistically seen making that run. And I think it might be even farther like that next year, especially like, mm-hmm. you know, Golden State coming back, Facts. full strength, the Nets, all them. So this could be a real interesting offseason. So a couple of top free agents, Gordon Hayward, DeMar DeRozan, Andre Drummond, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, Hassan Whiteside, um, Tim Hardaway Jr., Goran Dragic, Tristan Thompson, Marcus Morris, Brandon Knight, he's all right, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Fred Van Fleet, like y'all was saying. Bogdanovic from uh where, from Sacramento. Bogdan, that's a good pick. Hey, hey where, that would be a good pick. Drumming? Where is Drumming gonna end? Drum is a baller. That's, that's a, a baller. nice pick. I don't care, I don't care nice where nobody's a baller. That's a nice he's a walking 14 and 14. Shit. Not he's gonna average bro. 20, but he's gonna average 14 guaranteed, and he's averaging 14 boards. Yep. And what more do you want to be trained? Hey, that's hey, that's <laughs> saying, hey, that's saying <laughs> a lot for that's saying a lot for a player who's a true big man in this era. Yeah. For you to yeah. still be able to get on the court and average a double-double. Yeah. That, man, that, that shit say a lot, bro. He a true baller, bro. I'm not going to lie. And then uh, Montrez, Montrez, Montrez Harrell. He, uh, I was going to say. He's yeah. still a free agent I, this year, too. I think, I think he going to go back. And like you like we said, AD. AD's not leaving L.A. He found yeah. a home. He's not leaving L.A. We, we yeah. might as well leave that topic alone. He <laughs> nah, found he a just home, want him man. to not leave. What if he did? I, I mean, he leave, if, he, if he leave, he going to Chicago. If he leave, yeah, he's he, he gonna go to Chicago if he not, leaves. But that's yeah, one you can see he, happening. You're not, you're building now. Stupid, you know what I'm saying? Like you're in the championship right now, team. You can sign a four year deal when you're still young. Yeah. Go back to Chicago if you want to. Facts. You know what I'm saying? What is he? Twenty six, twenty seven. I mean, you know. Yeah. He's in his prime to the, this is my team. This is going to be my team. LeBron is going to lead him to, hey, this is your team. You know what I'm saying? And shit. After that, he might leave, but. Yeah. I I think the only reason reason he stays is. The only reason he stays is because he's coming off a championship run. It's it, man. It's that shit damn. Unless you Kawhi Leonard. You're not leaving a team after you win a championship. Right. They're mentioning his name as Laker greats, all-time bigs. Yeah. They're mentioning his name as a top four power forward of all time, top five power forward. You're not leaving LA. You ain't leaving. So then it's not Bra- right now. Then it's Brandon, uh, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Corver, Dwight Howard, uh, uh, Avery Bradley, like I was saying, Carmelo. Uh, who else? Glenn, Thirty, nice. thirty-three, thirty-four years old. They Bo- yeah. Both of the Marcus but, brothers. I mean, you got Mar- you got Brandon Ingram. I heard he wanted to go to New York. He's oh, a wow. bucket, man. That's the before before he's, he's a, a Laker. Hey, he's a, a bucket. bucket. Most he's of cool player in the NBA, bro. <laughs> he's a bucket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just couldn't. We couldn't afford him. So I that's understood why they traded him. That's the you know only decision I hated. That's the only decision I hated about Lakers, bro. We couldn't afford him. We had to get rid of him. He was in contract year this year with AD. What are you going to do? You got to get rid of one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nah, Ingram, it was fun while it lasted. Go be a go be a star. Yeah, them is the, the top agents. The Lakers, goddamn, like half the team is free agents, goddamn it. That's a lot of older people with one-year deals with the Lakers yeah. right now. And some of them are going to resign, too. And then, and then, if, and then, if you think about More it, they don't have enough cap space 
they don't have enough cap space to to have all these players locked in like that. Facts. So with, with having Bron and uh, AD, they gonna have a lot of older watch watch niggas on the team who who, who taking that uh the veterans what league minimum. Yeah. Like the Rondos, the Dwight Howards, all them. Man. I think you that know what it is, and I'm trying to get a ring yeah. discount. You know how it be. Y'all think Melo? Y'all think Melo stays in Portland? I mean, he says he hopes they they bring him back. It's like he found a home. You I think, think he it's stays? A I think it's a great. That's the team that's been that seeking him out this whole time. He's been in exile. I, I would. But do you think? Do you think they risk it on him? Do you think he gave them enough? You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I he think got. So. I think he. I think he's good enough to be locked in for a two year contract. But I think I think they need to desperately go after a good big man. They need I to agree. get them a nice big man, and then they're gonna be straight. But I think Melo, it's a perfect fit for Melo. He don't have to be the man, and then he he he, he he's playing with two ball dominant guard dominant guards. And Melo, we already know Melo. He he deadly from 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 the outside. So yeah. I think he, I think he, Brandon he, he, Ingram would be good with them. I think Andre Ooh. Drummond will be good with them. I just think I think they need another wing score. Like I think they need somebody else that can get a bucket other than CJ and Dane. I think I like Nurkic. Nurkic is stretch the floor for them. Yeah, like they Nurkic. need somebody else who can get their own bucket, and they have nobody else that can get their own bucket. You know who really gonna be Melo can't do it no more. Who said he really what? Denver is really gonna be scary, bro. Oh yeah, Denver is like Denver gonna be like crazy because Michael Porter Jr. This is rookie year, came in and proved like nigga. If my back didn't hurt, nigga, I would be here. I would have been here already. You know what I'm saying? If I never got injured, I would have been here already. Then now, what's the guard's name? Um, Jamal Murray. Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. Jamal Murray. Came oh, yeah. out now. Ain't got nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. You know what I'm saying? But that's my thing. Like, was it the bubble that made these niggas come out like that? Because there's no outside crowd pressure. Yeah. Jamal Murray been a baller, though. I I like Jamal Murray. I like Jamal Murray. He was a baller. He was a baller. Now, those Jeremy Grants. Jeremy Grant is also a free agent, I believe, too. But the Jeremy Grants, you know, people stepping up like that. Now, that's where I think the bubble stepped in. Right. You know, people like that. But. Jamal Murray was a baller. Uh, Michael Porter, you know, he had high expectations coming into the league. He's just a baller. Yeah, I wasn't even talking about Murray specifically, but that that bubble effect is definitely something that's going to be happening to take an effect too. Just because it's, I don't want to say easy, but, you know, you're playing in an arena with essentially no fans. There's a certain amount of pressure that gets took away. you're in those same situations. Right. And you're playing against – you playing in these situations with like fifty thousand people watching at the time, yeah. you know. But I also feel like I also feel like with the whole the fan thing and just being in the bubble, I think it's more of a pressure pressure situation for teams that we expect to win, like the L.A. Clippers, like the uh, like the Lakers and things like that. But if you take a team like a Denver Nuggets, who a lot of people didn't expect to go as far as they did, it's kind of like shit. We didn't, you know, what I'm saying we ain't got nothing else to lose. You know what I'm saying, but like, look at how the look at look at how, how, how the bubble fucked up the Bucks. This was a team who had the best record in the NBA and was expected to be there, and then they completely folded. But I think I think that's the reason why teams like the Nuggets went as far as they did. Why teams like Miami went as far as they did because they already looking like shit, man. It ain't no pressure. Like we weren't even we weren't even supposed to be here in the first place. Right. So let's just go think, out there, just ball out, and do what we right. do. I think real hoopers elevated their game in the bubble. 
Yes. Like it showed who really had game. Like you just locking in. It's just basketball. That's why I felt like the Lakers. You know, we got the best two players on any team. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, real ballers gonna lock in in the bubble. I thought the Clippers were gonna lock in. I thought they had real ballers. <laughs> I mean, but also Paul George, you know, he showed his true colors. Again, like, hey, like, again, you know, no, you know, no like, hey, I think it all it's, depends it's on the real shit talk in the bubble. Like people in your face, like, like you said, like Jamal Murray, uh, what, what? Donovan Mitchell after game one, Jamal Murray was recording 50, Donovan Mitchell after he had 50. Hey, sitting by you himself, know sitting by himself eating, bro. Record him after he what, put 50 on what, his face, bro. What Donovan Mitchell do after that? He went the fuck off. Fuck he went the fuck off. Three straight games. I'm going at your neck. What's up? Record this. You know what I'm saying? Right. It shows true ballers that's in the bubble. Like it's that that's that was real basketball. But that shit was like AAU, hey, bro. Less, that was like it hey, was less bro. animated, bro. It was less animated, you know, they ain't doing too much for the fans. Like, you know, they still want to entertain, but it was real basketball. You've seen people elevate. I wish we could have seen KD. KD and the only people that average. played when they had the uh lockout. They are used to not playing with no fans and being yeah. on the NBA level. Bro, bro so they would have went off. You got to think, though, K- KD, to me, I feel like KD biggest issue that he put so much energy into critics and what other people say and fans and reporters. Mm-hmm. Like, every time somebody says something bad about him, he always got to respond about that shit. With the bubble, it's, no, it's none of that. It's just straight ball. I think KD would average 40 in look, the bubble, bro. With Karis LeVert. Look how LeVert was balling. I don't think KD... I don't think, even though he responds to that shit, to me, that never affects him on the court, though. He always goes out and puts I up his points. You know what I'm saying? I think so. I don't think it ever affects. It's some bitch nigga shit in, in real <laughs> life, but as far as on the court, I don't think it fucks with him at all. It's just bitch nigga shit, I, and I don't like bitch nigga shit. I don't points. either, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah. I don't think it affects his like, basketball play. Bro, this, bro, bro, this nigga, bro, this nigga responded to Perkins and shit like that. I'm like, bro, you got shit. This nigga responded to to egg emojis on Twitter and shit. Like he, but to be perfect, like, to be perfectly honest though, with the with the uh, with that situation with Perkins, I feel like that was the only time, in my opinion, that he should have said anything. I th- I'm gonna agree with, with that too because they were teammates. You know what I'm saying? Because I would say like when it come to you know Tom, Dick, and Harry on Twitter, who gives a fuck? Right. They think? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he does. But Perkins. <laughs> He do, though. <laughs> <laughs> he do, but that's what I'm saying. Like, in those situations, you know, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? But this is somebody who's in the locker room with you trying to critique you for not winning while you was on the team stinking up the joint with me that kept me from winning. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're not saying that Perkins is necessarily the reason that they didn't pull it out. But it's like, if you averaging four, six points a game, who are you to critique me and my greatness? If you can't, you weren't doing shit when you had me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's no, the person you. you should respond to. Not, you. you know, Joe from Oklahoma and his mom's basement. Uh, K, <laughs> uh, K, KD was still would have put up 40, bro. He, he would have averaged 100%. 100%. They said shooting percentages were, like, off off the chain compared to, like, what they usually were. They're, like, three-point percentages were crazy high. No crowd. <laughs> Empty gym, man. No shit talking. I don't even like Kyrie. And Kyrie would have went to work. Oh, yeah. Kyrie would have went to work, bro. 
Yeah, Luda would be most. Luda did whatever he wanted on the floor. Nobody was playing defense. I refuse to place any bets when the uh, like after the first week of the bubble. Nobody played defense, bro. Like this shit was no, so I, bad. Yeah. Like it was Ky- Kyrie and KD would have ate, bro. They would have ate the whole bubble. Because it was like pickup games. Year's this yeah. and this That's what I felt like. It was like pickup basketball, Will. Like, yeah. hey, we gonna play. We just gonna go out here and play. Man, ima- imagine Steph and Clay in a bubble, though. Bro, pass and shoot. Pass and shoot. Imagine, it have been imagine no that Golden State team that Golden State with KD, Clay. Oh, my right. God. They, they would have lost the game. They would have lost the game. Lost the game, bro. I think it come down to leadership, though. I think I think leadership was the clear indicator on why teams were either trash or successful oh, in the bubble, though. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Phoenix Suns were the best team in the bubble. Let's not like, come on, man. Ain't that crazy? Oh, ain't the best team in the bubble. <laughs> they were the best. They didn't lose a game. They didn't lose a game, bro. They lose one game. Did you be to come into a bubble, go undefeated? They're like, all right. I think they got hold. <laughs> I think it was really unfair how they got treated, bro. The Lakers would have raped the uh, Suns, though. Yeah, they would have. But I, who didn't want to see Booker? I mean, I get Lillard was going crazy Ooh. too, but Booker, the Suns were the team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lillard was the man, but the Suns was the team of the bubble. Yeah, true. Man, Brown was playing with heart though too. Brown would have clapped that. Brown would have clamped them boys up so quick, man. It would have, it would have been bad. <laughs> so next year, virus doesn't end. Let's say, hopefully it does, but let's for podcast sake it doesn't. How do they continue the 82 game season? Is it possible? Do they set up like six different bubbles and you just switch bubbles? You know what I'm saying? I was, I was going to say that. I, I think I think if they do play like that, I think they're going to have to factor in somehow keeping kids' family there, building schools there, mm-hmm. things like that, where they can have everyday life going on and still be able to stay in this, in this strict location. Versus, that you know was, what I'm saying? Because 80, 82 games away from your family, that's, that's, man, that's, too that's much. fucked up. Can't anybody do that? Yeah, but I think I think with that theory though, it takes a year off of the NBA because now you have to actually put something into work. Like you have to actually, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Cut the season down, maybe sixty something games. You know, I I was about to say that. I I about to say fifty fifty six games, and some probably probably do like four different bubbles, and then you know I'm saying at least allow them to have a family there. Versus yeah. them going in and out of the bubble, things like that, man. But I, I, I think during the, summer, summer, during the summer when school is out, that would make it easier for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, what about the hoes? Or though? just like, you know, like, I don't know, man. It, it's real it's real risky. What, <laughs> what about the hoes? I need my dick sucked before every game. That's why we lost. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that's why a couple people lost. I said, I need that hey, pressure relief. I think that's low key the real issue with the Clippers was they was not there <laughs> to be cut off. Hey, you talking about they had some dogs. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad. I felt bad for the dude who talked to COVID tester into coming back to his room and they got kicked out. Oh, like, no, damn, right? man, you can't get mad at him for spitting game. I think yeah, reason, I don't even understand why he got in trouble for that. It's like we doing our own personal stuff on our I think, personal time. I think because he married, dog. That's the, I think that's what the NBA didn't want. Because you said married. he married. Yeah, dude's married. 
Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought it was yeah. just like yeah, house. Yeah, dude. The, the, uh, house. Oh, yeah, so that, that's that's NBA, you should have let his wife in. <laughs> house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Somebody, uh, some, they slipped on that nigga like that. That's yeah, crazy. that's funny. Hey, they, they, they were saying they was. I, I seen something. They thought Chris Paul was out there snitching. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by the Design Lab at Shutter Shock and Co. From logos and business cards to invitations and custom tees. The Design Lab is your one-stop shop for graphics. The Design Lab is the sole creator for copacetic merchandise, available now. Use your promo code COPACETIC for 10% off your copacetic merchandise. Shop now using the link in our bio. Back to the podcast, moving into our next segment, the consciously copacetic segment. So, Brown won his fourth championship. What does this mean for LeBron's legacy? Where do you rate LeBron all time and why? These loaded-ass questions he be asking about right, LeBron. Bro. I got three LeBron haters on here, all on, hey, the, right, hey, all on the right side of the screen. Right, the top three players all time. Michael Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. Okay. People can put them in what order they want. That's the top three all time. One thing I'm going to say is LeBron's never won three in a row. He had the opportunity. He could have done it in Miami. He didn't do it. Okay. And if you watch the last dance with Michael Jordan, what'd they say when they were talking about Jordan? They were like, well, Bird never did it. Well, Magic never did it. Isaiah never did it. So that puts them above the list. Jordan did it. Kobe did it. LeBron hasn't done it. And that's my one thing with him, man. That three in a row. That's impressive and that's hard. Hell. I look at I look at Kobe. I look at I look at LeBron legacy. Hands down, LeBron top three player to ever play the game. Yeah. Like, hands down. Like if, if I if I said he wasn't, I'd be hating. And, and that, it ain't even in my blood. LeBron, LeBron is he's he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. I believe this championship right here. Um, it didn't, it didn't really do nothing more for his legacy because I feel like that shit. Whether he, whether he won another championship or not, he was still a top three player of all time. I don't think he ever surpassed Michael Jordan as being the greatest basketball player of all time. Oh, so and I and honestly, I feel like those talks need to just be that that shit need to be deaded. But one thing I can say that LeBron does have over Kobe and Jordan, he's a player for the people. You know what I'm saying? He's a people's champ. So. Everything that LeBron does, it's like he he he's the he's the face of the NBA. He's everything that the NBA wanted Jordan to be, but Jordan didn't want to Jordan didn't want to step into that realm. He's everything that the NBA kind of wanted Kobe to be, but Kobe got caught up in a rape case. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like everybody know that LeBron was LeBron was prepped to be this person that he is, and he came through and he delivered. That alone, having that pressure at 17, 18 years old, stepping into the league is gonna make his great. Cause I mean, look at his resume. You know what I'm saying? He he, one of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game. I just don't feel like it's fair to have those talks that he's the greatest basketball player to ever play. He's the current he's the current best right now, and that's all we see. Ten years later, we're gonna be talking about somebody else. That's just dead the goat shit. He's not the goat. Period. No, I feel now, like that shit. What I do, time ago. <laughs> what I do agree with, he will have. <laughs> 
one of the most decorated careers to ever play, and he will be the statistical GOAT. Mm-hmm. Oh, minus yeah. Will Chamberlain. You know what I'm saying? Because Will Chamberlain did some well, crazy Will, shit. Will doesn't <laughs> count, though, man. If I stuck Shaq in 1968, Shaq put up 100 points. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> LeBron will be the statistical GOAT. He will be the all-time leading scorer and all that. But I honestly think yeah. he needs one more ring. Like, one more ring for him to be that number two. That just right behind Jordan as the GOAT. Because it's still, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, biasly, I'm going to say Jordan, Kobe, Bron, you know what I'm saying? But even as my boy Kobe, unbiasedly, you know, it's easily to put a Kareem as number two. You know, his his career is more decorated than Kobe's, you know what I'm saying? Um, and other, a couple other people, but at the end of the day, like like Will said, it's the, that one, two, three, Jordan, Kobe, and... Brian, like, I don't care how you put it. Minus why does that two, two and three, but one, one is Michael Jordan. <laughs> one is Michael Jordan, and just stop it. He did everything Brian did plus more in thirteen years. Let's stop talking about. That. So, what does that fifth ring do for you then? That steps LeBron over Kobe. I think LeBron, if he does, for one, nobody won three championships as an MVP on three different teams. So, boom, he did one thing that you said that he never, somebody never did, you yeah. know? He did a lot of shit that. like that, though. You know, for, for Laker Nation, you know, we just tied Boston. You put the Lakers above Boston, you're remembered in Laker Nation forever. If we get one more ring and you bring us two back to back. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, bro, but listen, that's for his legacy. We're talking about LeBron's legacy right now. So LeBron comes to the Lakers where stars are made. He, he brought Cleveland rings. He brought Miami rings. He brought Lakers rings. You know, you got five. And then what? Let's say he wins next year. Now he evens up. Now he, he doesn't have a failing record in the finals. <laughs> you know, so it's hard to judge him as a D greatest and you have a failing record in the finals. I think, I think one, thing, one, one thing I don't want us to do is to base everything off the what ifs. What happens next year? What if he do this? What if he that? Right now, I feel like Brian is he's top three, and I feel like it's gonna take a lot for me to for for me to even stomach the words to say that he's the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. The game is so much different right now. LeBron has been in great situations throughout his entire career. He's found mm-hmm. he, he's found himself in great situations throughout his entire career. Being on winning teams and and not saying that he not saying that he, he wasn't the reason for for being in those in those I situations. Was say, he, like, he's been in great situations. He made you know them situations. So it's just like what what'd you say? He made them situations. He went into <laughs> bad situations. You got I wouldn't say yo, how did he no. make Miami? Miami um, was Miami. joined up with Wade and Bosh. Like he just brought y'all, Miami from the y'all not y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Yeah, y'all missing it. That's what I'm saying. He joined. He went to somebody no. else's team. No, 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 no. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Y'all taking the after effects of what happened. Off the gutter, y'all taking that what Those happened after after, the after after no. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. I give you. He brought the Lakers out the gutter. He brought the Lakers out the gutter. With right. uh, with AD and without him, because we would have made the playoffs. We didn't make the playoffs, but he got hurt. Whatever, yeah. cool. Well, no, what ifs? But he brought us a championship with AD, and we haven't been in the playoffs in ten years. Ten years with and AD. he brought us a championship. 
I'm just saying, though, at the end of the day, he brought that team out the gutter with AD. Ooh. Yeah, he did. Hey, you need another player. You need another player. With Kyrie, he brought Cleveland out the gutter. It's not like he brought some young guys and grew up with them, and then they finally reached the summit. Like mm-hmm. Jordan, he brought the young guys along, and they got the championship. Kobe brought the young guys along. They got the championship. Got the championship. Different. And getting championships, which is That's fine. facts. That's but he facts, never man. built up a team. That's I, I, I agree with you. He never built up a team. And that's why it will always be 8-24. and We're going to always be better than Brown. Y'all looking at the after effects of what he did and saying that, oh, he did this, he joined that, he joined this. What, what y'all not getting is before he gets to the situation, right, okay. he's choosing a situation that is not in a good situation. Before he got to Miami, they hadn't been to playoffs in five years. LeBron puts together him. Wade, Bosh. Listen, hold on. Stop. Don't <laughs> cut me off. No. Him, Wade, How do you Brox. put together a team that somebody else already owns? Him, Wade. He brings it together. He's not going to come in my house and be like, hey, bro, I'm putting this together. Listen, Jordan, you're not listening. <laughs> he brings it together. He brings the free agents together. He goes to Cleveland. Look, nigga, trade this number one pick because Anthony Wiggins not going to be shit. Get me Kevin Love and me Kevin Love and Kyrie going to rock. Give me a couple shooters. I go to the Lakers. Hey, Rich, go get AD. Cool. Sign all this shit. It's six people on the Lakers right now that's on LeBron's fucking company. Sign these niggas up. Bron worked all this shit in the background. Him and Rich. Don't it ain't like niggas is just putting this shit together. No, nigga. LeBron and his team. Orchestrating everything behind the scenes. First of all, Magic Johnson put this team together. Magic Johnson brought LeBron James over here. Give Magic Johnson his roses, bro. Magic Johnson brought this Lakers team together, bro. I'll give you Cleveland completely. I'll give you that completely. I hear you. The Lakers. Because they didn't have a ring already. And I'm not going to build the Lakers, but he still brought us from the gutter, though. Y'all tripping. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about what Ernest is saying about putting Yeah, yeah. He didn't build them, though. He didn't build it, though. Talk about this. Everything is being orchestrated. Everything. Getting AD over. Lakers are the picks over. Because Magic couldn't get AD. Magic couldn't get AD over there. Magic tried to get AD over there. Magic couldn't get AD. Rob Polika got that nigga after he signed with Rich Paul. No, I'm talking about contract-wise, Magic couldn't get AD. His first year, he couldn't get him. AD been saying he wanted to be in L.A. He been saying that for years. Ben said that. Brian got that nigga over there. Him and Rich Paul. Got that nigga out of bro. Rich Paul, Magic brought us together. Magic oh, put this together, oh, bro. Hey, it's a reason why Rob Malika called Magic right after they won the championship. That's the reason why. Wait, wait, okay, hold hey, on. I'm Ernest not trying to it. say. Hey, LeBron got D-Wade in Miami, too, if you let Ernest have the <laughs> No, that's not what I'm saying. But hey. I hear you, though. Magic, Magic did have a... Uh, a big part in everything happened. I'm not saying that he doesn't. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying hey, this is like... <laughs> no, it sounds like he just left. No, nah, because nah, if you watch the barbershop, LeBron was like, 
This motherfucker just called me. I mean, he didn't call me or tell me nothing. Tell me he was quitting. And he found out that he left. He found out that he left, just like everybody else hey. did on the TV. Only only reason only reason he left because of his relationship with Rob, bro. That's the only reason. Yeah. But as far as mm-hmm. building his team, like that, bro, that shit was all magic. And AD had already been on record saying that LA was a spot for him. You know what I'm saying? He, he kept saying LA was the spot for him. We just had to I, get I, rid of the pieces here and there. Make this trade, get, and that's boom, what we did. Boom, boom, boom. We slowly Got did it. Boom. Come on. But if I'm said, gonna be, if I'm gonna be not. Uh, a LeBron, you know, super whatever, you know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna LeBron be, sexual is what we yeah. call it. If I'm gonna be yeah. real about yeah. it, LeBron, <laughs> Jordan is number one, right? LeBron is yeah. number two, and then I give y'all Kobe at three. Man, reason, I hold on, Kobe. wait, wait. The reason man, I say it, the reason man, I say it, how you get off this shit, bro? Kobe only got two MVPs in the finals. Do any finals MVP really matter? Does it really Nobody matter? care about that shit. Bro? If you're leading your team, it do. It, it matters. How hey, does finals it matter? MVP, finals MVP, it matters. Finals MVP matters. If LeBron, if LeBron didn't win if, this MVP, niggas would have been taking slight at this hey, championship. Hey, 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 let me say one thing though. Finals MVP matters because that's why I don't give Kareem his credit for being because Kareem has the most decorated career of all time. Facts. Even better than Jordan. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But he doesn't have six finals MVP saying, I'm the man on this team. And that's one thing I'll give LeBron. He hasn't played second fiddle on no team. Thank you. My boy Kobe, yeah, you got the most dominant big man ever. I don't give a fuck who you got, hold even on, if you're Jordan. You're playing second fiddle to Shaq. Hold on. on you're playing second fiddle to Shaq. Nah. But, but, nah. but Kobe definitely played his part in Kobe Ball. You can't compete with 36 and 18. Against, though? You're going against Rick Smith, Oma Tumbo, and Jason Collins. You hey, better hey, win. Thank you, bro. That's, I don't, that's I don't a game plan. Hey, hey, that's a game plan. Right? Kobe got to deal with Iverson, Reggie Miller, and Jason Kidd. Right. That's, 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 like, Kobe, hey, listen, listen as, great as, as great as Kobe was as number eight, he was not the man that he was once he got with Paul Gasol. He became a true leader. He became the man. Like, hey, this is my team. Thank you. And we're going to rock it out. And we're going to get a championship. Okay, so so let's pause on this Kobe real quick. Just because I feel like Shaq said out his own mouth that when they was on the Lakers, that was Kobe shit. He said that I didn't. He was like, that was the reason I was coming in the camp fat. He said that was the reason I wasn't working out. He said, because all I got to do is dunk this ball. Hey, I know number eight got it over there, though. I know number eight going to do what he got to do. He going to come drop me whatever he need to do for that to win. All I got to do is but, get these boards and get some dunks here and there. But let me ask you this. Was Kobe a leader? Yes. No. How? He was he a terrible bro. bro. He just wasn't risking it all, taking all the shots. Nobody else wanted to take He was taking hold up, hold up. Kobe was not a leader Kobe, then, bro. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe was not a leader. leader. Kobe was not a leader during the first championship run. Yes, he was. He was not a leader. He's the, no, he's the only one that had balls enough to say to Shaq, hey, get your fat ass up. No. And it didn't mean no. shit. It didn't mean nothing because he wasn't the leader. Look, though. <laughs> As far as leader on the team, everybody know that. But 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 understand, Kobe Kobe averaged twenty five points in the finals. His first the, the, in two thousand one. Twenty five. Hey, the, the second championship. You just can't outshine thirty six and sixteen though. You that's, can't that's outshine that. You can't, you can't outshine that. Part of, but listen, if, if if I'm playing against Rick Smith, I'm going to average forty points a game. That's Shaq did what he's supposed to do. Facts. 
So you, you know can't. I mean, it like, didn't matter. You can't. It didn't matter who was. You still was playing, play second bro. fiddle. Bro, final MVP That's is gonna final. go based off the game plan. It's gonna go based off what player is being used. We gotta understand who was the coach, bro. Phil Jackson was the coach. They, they didn't have a Tyrone Lou who's just say get a ball of LeBron or get a ball of Shaq. Get a ball of Shaq. We had Phil Jackson. The game plan was designed right. around yeah. Shaq, as it you should be. I mean, of but course. we're, we're not supposed to be, though. You are, we're though. Not you, you are, though. You are going against it. Just mismatch the spirit. Facts, you saying that but, proves but, me and Kyrie point. But, no, 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 no. Uh, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, don't sit up there and try to make it seem like Kobe was just not shit. We're not saying that. We're not saying that. We're not the case. We're not saying that. That's not the case. I'm saying, I'm saying. We're saying the leader on those teams was Shaq. They both. Like I said, like I said, Kareem, bro. Hold on, hold on. Listen real quick. Kareem. The offense ran through. Don't get me wrong. He was what they, the captain. Yeah, that's what they call the him, the captain. That was, but yes, he wasn't the best wasn't player the on best the floor. Player. So, uh, a lot of those finals, you know what I'm saying? I think he yeah, has he two, maybe three, he got three. finals MVP. He got three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't one put you has, as I can't up. put you as the goat when the real goat has six finals MVPs. Every time I'm there, I lead this team. It is my team. Bro, Jordan, and, Jordan, and Jordan I, never played. Jordan never played with a with a nobody at even close to a to a scoring person like the, like the Kobe or anybody like Agreed. that ever. Agree, agree. But it is what I mean, it is. he didn't have to it's have a dominant. Didn't have he didn't have to have a dominant big man to win. I mean, when you he, got the best two way player, he didn't have to have a dominant. He didn't league. have to have a dominant big man to win. Scottie Pippen ain't shit compared to Shaq. Kobe did. Hey, 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 Kobe didn't, but 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 then but then Kobe heard that criticism like that and turned around and did it twice without the dominant without without Shaq when it's and that's fine. So like, that's Paul only two. Gasol's dominant. Hold on, Paul Gasol's dominant. He's a big man. He's a great big man. He's a great big man. But that's the one he plays. He's not a dominant. He's no, he's not. He's not dominant, but he's great. He was a great. He's a great basketball player, and that's fine. We all he had a we had a legit big man. Him and Bynum. Yep. We died. It don't matter. Bynum played. Bynum was arguably best. He was arguably one of the best centers, maybe the number two best center in the league. Can we, can we, hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Give me Bynum. Are we really sitting here and comparing Bynum and fucking Pau Gasol to Shaquille O'Neal, bro? We're not comparing their games, no. but he was a legit big man who was averaging 20 points per game no, in that era. He was the stretch big. He was a stretch big. He, I mean, what the fuck? As a big man, that's 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 legit numbers. What more do you but Kyrie, Kyrie, even that's, that's what you're giving. Kyrie, even with that, that's still only two. That's why it matters. It's still only what two MVPs. Mean? Kobe has That's two cool, final bro. MVPs. Bro, 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 yeah, Jordan got six. Again, listen, I, I, Kareem I don't, I don't got three. Final MVPs matter, though. They, they matter. That, that shit matters. It matters. It matters. That's just a personal so thing. Two final MVPs that, that Kobe won, bro, matter. Like, it matters. Because, because listen, Kobe, it matters. Kobe, Kobe, he still averaged 27 during the three championship runs he had. That's fine. So, That's again. Cool. But he wasn't the MVP of that team. Shaq was. Hey, he wasn't. Shaq came out of his Bro, Kobe, Kobe's that, bro. gone, so you got to show him respect. That. And that's just how Shaq is. Shaq don't be throwing niggas under the bus publicly that he care about. 
Because Shaq know he was acting like a hoe too. Thank Everybody want to blame Kobe. He had to shed light and say he was acting like a hoe too. Shaq was a big part of why that shit didn't work. Facts. You know what I'm saying? saying is the finals like you said, like the regular season MVP is all subjective because you got Steve Nash with two regular season MVPs and Shaq and Kobe got two combined. Huh. It matters about rings, bro. Hey, Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. Where do y'all rate him? All time? Yeah, all time. I, I give him top fifteen. Yeah, top fifteen. You know how decorated. You know how decorated his career is. Hey, I don't care about. I don't but, care about. I don't, but, I don't, I don't, I don't care about politics. Else, hey, 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 listen to me, bro. I'm not a Steph Curry fan at all. I'm not a Steph Curry fan at all. Before we, before we talk, before we talk, I'm not a Steph Curry fan at all. He wasn't the Finals MVP. This guy named Kevin Durant came over there and took Absolutely. over that team. Bro, like, Andre Iguodala, hey, I'm the best the player on this motherfucker. Iguodala won the Finals MVP, bro. Like, Why though? On, bro. Why? Like, Steph care? It was a reason though. He changed the reason. series because the star wasn't doing what he was supposed Thank to do you. the first three games. <laughs> he changed the series. I mean, if you're the best player on the team, you need to perform. That was my whole point with the Steph Curry shit. He got a decorated career, but when it mattered in the fucking finals, he doesn't come through. What the point? What the point is is that the final MVPs matter, and that's How? why LeBron got four Finals MVPs, four bro, championships. Just for the finals, you know what I'm saying? How does it matter? Jordan got because if LeBron gets to six wins, if he gets to six rings, if he gets to seven rings, nah, stop, stop. Stop you know, right bro, there. Ernest, stop stop right there. Right there. But I'm just saying, though. That's what I'm saying. But that's right the point. There. It won't matter stop. because he don't. No, I'm just saying. Let's say LeBron gets old. AD takes over. LeBron gets what he got four. Gets three more rings. Now LeBron's the GOAT because he got seven rings now, right? No, because he oh, won't no. get those MVPs. Exactly. Oh, Nobody care about the MVP. Exactly. That's the that, point. That, that get your point. That's the I point. Get your point, bro. That's the but point. Even then, you got to factor in. Even if he say LeBron did have seven rings, seven MVPs, he still has. Now six he's seven for. Losses. Hold on. Yeah, I was just about to say. Now he's seven for what? What's that? Thirteen. You know what I'm saying? And like, and, bro, nah, and that's only shit. if he wins all of them. Straight. Let's wrap this up. Rank LeBron. Who? Where you got LeBron at? I got, three. Him, I got I got him three. What about you? I think with this last finals and uh finals MVP, I'll probably put him in my top twenty-five now. <laughs> <laughs> I got him fifth. I got him fifth. I, I can't do top twenty-five. No, I'm talking top, shit. I just want to see Ernest's face. I'm talking <laughs> shit. Top three. Top three. Oh, I want to see how Ernest reacted to that one. I, I give him. <laughs> he heard us. Like, what? <laughs> unbiasedly, he's arguably the second best ever. Unbiased. Thank you. Yeah, I would say he's top, top three. three for sure, but nah, you know, I give him top three. Basketball aficionado. Yeah, I give him top three, and I'm and, and, and I'm, I'm being nice right now just because he's a late. What about you? Will? He top three. He top five right top now. Five. Uh, Lauren, top five. Yeah, he, he I would say top five, honestly, just because I feel like you. I, I'm not with basketball savant or nothing like that, but I feel like you can make cases for other people that we aren't talking about. Okay, okay. Well, hey, I just really want LeBron to see. I really wish he could see this for motivation for next Man. year, so he can just bring us number eighteen. <laughs> What about you, Will? Where you rank them? Top three. Bet. All right. Moving into our next segment, the email of the week. Keep sending your emails to thecopacetichour at gmail.com or visit our website, www.thecopacetichour. And make sure you enter in our monthly contest, the TCH Fan of the Month, to win your free copacetic gear. Dear TCH, the Copacetic Hour. <laughs> 
I cheated on my girl with her sister. Now the Ooh. whole family is mad at me. In my opinion, sis is the one who ain't shit, but they want to be on my ass about it. I'm trying to work things out with my girl, but we got a whole lot of family time coming up with the holidays approaching. Should I just cut ties now and have a happy holidays for me, or should I try to make this work? Dear Copacetic Hour, please help. Hey, you might as well wrap it up, buddy. Shit. It's over. Oh, get the fuck <laughs> out of there. You fucked the sister, bro? <laughs> Goodness gracious. I, how you going to fuck the sister and then say it's the sister fault, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want in a relationship. Yeah. You don't right, want to. Hey, right. They share DNA, and you going to be like, hey, hey, pick me, this dude you just met however long ago, over the girl that you grew up out the mud with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you tripping. You tripping, hey, that ship has sailed, you had your fun, you gotta know when to uh, fold them, buddy. Hey, you know what's crazy is some bitches out here, excuse me, some females out here that um, actually would take them. Facts. <laughs> oh, they would. There's <laughs> some females out here that actually will. I, but, hey, I mean, if we being real, there's dudes who would do it too. The facts. Facts. I, uh... Shit, my guy, you can't be fucking nobody's sister, bro. That's crazy. That's the thing, man. Yeah, That's yeah, the man. thing. some shit, you got to have some morals, nigga. Especially if you in a relationship. I can see if y'all wasn't together, you just pop both of the sisters. Like, shit, that's on yeah, them. You know what I'm saying? But you in a whole relationship. Yeah. This is your... You, I guarantee you call her sis. I Thank you. If there was any, like, two people in the world that were off limits to you, it was her sister... And her, and her mom, mama, mama right. right? Like you hit one of them. Goodness gracious! You, know? you lucky if you don't get murdered. Thank you. <laughs> you so lucky. Man, you should have hit the cousin or something. Thank like, you. He's gonna fuck around being an uh, episode of Snap or something. Right? <laughs> I'm saying, how many brothers she got? How many male cousins Nigga, she got? What? If you start going to family functions after this, it's a wrap. Yeah, I, I think you just cut ugly. ties, bro. Unless y'all like got a. A baby or fucking uh, y'all married. married or y'all oh. family, like y'all living together and all your shit in her name or some shit, or you, you surviving off her or some shit, you just let it go. Hey, bro. that's what my man, that's what my man's did on Soul Food. <laughs> and he married, then he married, he married the other sister. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, did, well, did <laughs> every. Every family function is going to be weird because your girl going to be Every staring you one. down. If you breathe the sister's way, if you look the sister's way, like it's going to get awkward quick. Facts. Like, but even I, then, it's like if I can't trust you around my sister, thank you, bro. Who can what? I trust you around? Thank you. <laughs> no one. You gotta like I can't trust you around auntie. I can't trust you around my cousin. Man. You ain't no way you coming near my friends. My friends, you know what I'm that. saying? I don't trust you with shorty bro. that just walked up the block right now. Facts. I just feel sorry for her for her next boyfriend though. Thank you. He's about to go through yeah. hell. He's gonna feel it. Man. Motherfucker be like, hey, this is my sister. Don't be speaking to her, future, bitch. Man. Way too much yeah. future. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that boy too. Yeah, bro. Oh uh, man, you you dip out of there, my guy. It ain't worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's a rap rap. It's a rap <laughs> rap. Just t- let it go, bro. Cut her off. 
Let it sure go. You check. And don't mess with the sister either. <laughs> Cut the sister off too. Because you cared this much. Bro, you would have did it in the first place. Thank you. Cut the sister <laughs> off too because she obviously not shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah She's going to give you the pussy. She's going to be hot to get somebody else the pussy. God damn it. So. <laughs> Cut the, cut the sister off for sure too, nigga. And just move sure on. Just, Watch him show uh, up at the next cold. Thanksgiving with the other sister. You know what I'm saying? You live and you learn. Hey, I was thinking that too, man. <laughs> the switch. You live and you learn. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, that's wild. That is that's wild. A, you gotta take the L on this just one. Take man. the L. Get you a new chick. Start all over. You know, you learn from your lessons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a, Hopefully. a teacher sure it felt like a dub at the time, but you took an L in the long yeah. run. <laughs> Major L. That's it. That's all the advice I got from my dog. Just cut it off and keep going. Cut it off. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. They hit you with the OT Genesis, nigga. Shit. Fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shout out to him because you a wild boy. <laughs> yeah, good for you, man, but <laughs> it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'll give you your credit on the situation, but, like, Man. you can't salvage it. <laughs> All right. Moving into our last segment of the podcast, the hood situation. What hood situation? Who hood situation? Why? Because shit be happening in the hood. So today's hood situation, have you ever had sex with someone while they were on the phone with their significant other. So we we had a party at um this is when we was doing Club Six O Eight at that little place downtown Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it might have been like the Halloween party shit. This might be like the ten year reunion of the pussy or some shit, low key. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this girl, dog. I I have been wanting to hit her like since high school. It was I've been wanting to hit her my whole life. Nigga, like, mm. And I never thought, I always wanted to. She had even came over to the crib before, but I never got to like be with her. You know what I'm saying? And for whatever reason, she came to the party. I don't know if she seen me strolling. She ain't never seen me like that on my Sigma shit or whatever happened. I don't know. But it was like, now that I think about it, it was like in her mind, like this is going to happen tonight she was supposed to like leave her friends and go back to where she from and she was like nah i'm about to come to your crib so she told her friends like hey i'm going with Ernest. don't worry about it we're going back to the i'm going to spend a night at his house cool we get to the crib kissing and touching and shit nigga i didn't have no rubbers so I was like, shit, I'm about to hit this shit raw. And I was like, nah, I better not do that. So <laughs> I called my ace, Keon. I go to Keon's house at like <laughs> 3 in the morning and go get some rubbers from Keon. Keon like, damn, nigga, you got a bitch at the crib? I was like, nigga, I got one I ain't going to never forget at the crib right now. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know this is going to happen in life right now. So I go to the crib. I'm I'm thrashing her, niggas. I'm talking about. I was so excited. I don't think my dick my dick stayed hard longer than usual, nigga. Like the shit was crazy, nigga. I was I was tip top shape, nigga. At this time, nigga, it was no belly. It was all abs in the pussy that night. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> then in the morning, you know what I'm saying? We wake up. She got like 30 missed calls. I'm like, damn, what the fuck going on? Nigga. She wake up. We start fucking again in the morning, nigga. Her baby daddy blowing her shit up, nigga, while I'm thrashing her in, in, in my bed when I lived in Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about she on the phone like, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. Damn. Clicked on the nigga. She, she disrespectful. Nigga, it was, it was, am- it was amazing. I ain't even going to lie, mm-hmm. nigga. This shit was... Shit was clutch. Mm-hmm. And the shit was in the morning, nigga. I took the condom off, nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. It wasn't even I went all the way crazy <laughs> with it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, nigga, I'm gonna ever get to do this again, nigga. I went all the way crazy with it. Got the dome. Shit, I ate the box. I did everything, nigga. I was I went full fledged, everything. <laughs> you didn't hold nothing back. I didn't hold nothing back. Right. Nothing. Got her to the. Oh, hey, me. It's, it's like in the water boy. You thought it was gonna be your last time, man. You can't hold nothing yeah, back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> On the highway, taking her back to her crib. This nigga waiting at the door. And then all of oh. here's like, I know you ain't fucking that fat nigga. I know you ain't fucking that fat nigga. Da, 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 da. Shit was crazy. That's probably the most craziest like, shit. One of the most craziest shits that ever happened. Yeah, Sound like, like she wanted to killed, Yeah, you trying to get her killed? Nah, she good though. It all worked out. Well, I'm telling you, if you if you do your girl Grammy, your girl gonna do you Grammy. That's just, it is what That's it is. Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I do my yeah, yeah, I, I think in a situation like that, you gotta just break up with me. If not, I'm just gonna break up with you. <laughs> That's fair, okay. Because we ain't doing no get back game. Bitch, you ain't about to have me out here looking all crazy. Shit. If you're going to cheat, just break up. You know what I'm saying? You know, always protect the innocent. You know what I'm saying? They know who they are and what happened, but shit was amazing, nigga. Shit was. And I ain't even going to lie, I got sprung after that. Nigga. I'm calling her. It wasn't a one It, it wasn't a one <laughs> thing for me. I was trying to. Lead that nigga. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what it I'm trying. Like. I was. Shit, I was trying man. to. Hey, it was. Po- it was. So a, you think he got It was supposed to be a one night stand, but I was calling mm-hmm. like, "Look, mm-hmm. shit, fuck that nigga." <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get that girl? Trying to get murdered? Yeah, <laughs> Why we go together? Man, yeah. that's how she gave me the pussy. Like we go together, nigga. We was getting married, nigga. That shit was amazing. <laughs> shit was crazy. Lauren, what about you, man? Man, mine. She wanted to happen. And the guy wanted to happen too. Wait, what? Damn. What? Okay. <laughs> you did a, uh, what, what's oh. that shit called? Uh, uh, a cuckold. A cuckold. Nigga. Was swinging. That boy was swinging. Yeah, All right. Tell, 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 tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah. It's not even a long story. It's just she told me, like, hey, you know, I got to do right now. But he into that type of shit. So if we ever do it, I'm just going to call him. And he, you know, he like listening in and shit. So this motherfucker was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I don't even know if I, I don't even know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'll like, right. yeah. be like, what? I see he's looking at the phone like, yeah, this nigga beating off on the phone while yeah, that's wild. Because you know he is, bro. You know he is. Was this before FaceTime? <laughs> well, I didn't think she was serious till she pulled the phone out and was like, that shit wild. That's wild. 
What about you, Jordan? Um, for me, it was kind of fun, kind of like in person. Okay. Uh, and this one I had, it was like the craziest situation because there was this girl, I was at her house, we was hanging out. Uh, she was cooking and shit, and like she, her phone keeps getting blown up, right? Right. And uh, but we in Kalamazoo, her dude is in the city, so it's like, you know, well, he lives in the city, he don't go to Western. And, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, answer the phone, put his mind at ease, talk to him, you like, you know, do whatever you got to do. Right. So she's like, no, 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 fuck him, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. That's all oh, you. Work I don't mind my business. business. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> not my chickens, not my farm, bro. I'm going to leave that be. <laughs> um, but so, you know, we do our thing, we eat smack or whatever. It's uh, later that night, and we get waking up to just banging on the door, just straight banging on the front door. And we on like the third floor or whatever, so it's not like I'm about to just hop out the window. I wasn't probably going to do that anyway. <laughs> I just was like, hey, uh, I guess I'm just going to have to fight your nigga because like, you know, you're going to have to open yeah. the door. And, uh, you know, that's just going to be how this is about to play. And then I'm a dip. <laughs> Damn. Hey, I, I hit you, I bitch. I took my lumps. But right I won't your ass. <laughs> I'm going to grab a 20 hey. from your wallet for gas money, and I'm going to go home. Hey, crazy shit, though. He, he called me and Ernest, bro. He pulled the hat trick. Right. He called me and Ernest that same night. We like, bro, why the fuck you even get into a situation like that, bro? I didn't ask for this. <laughs> hey, that's a real life hood situation. <laughs> Wait, so no, what happened? It's funny because I never even saw dude. That's the crazy thing. Is I ne- in this whole situation, I never end up even seeing them face to face. Because Shorty and I'll say, well, I'll say for sure, she was the slickest mug I've ever seen in this situation. She she called well, she she let him beat on the door as much as he wanted. And when he walked away, she called his mom. And this, this is like three in the morning. She calls his mom and tells him or tells her that her son is tripping. She's not home. She's at her friend's house and that her neighbors are calling her about some crazy person banging on the door. Bro, that she gets his time, mom bro. to call him and make him come home. So I see him pull off and hit the road to go back home. And I stayed and just continued doing what I was doing. But I was sitting there looking like Shit. this is the coldest. Bro move i've ever seen in my life there's <laughs> no way that was the first time that happened to her not my farm bro especially she was calm <laughs> and shit about it's it like, slick, bro. it's all good all good hey that's up shit, bro that shit crazy so shout out to her, whoever she is. She is savage. That's who Megan good Megan not Megan good. Uh Megan and Stallion was talking about. God damn it. We're gonna go ahead and end the podcast there. Go ahead and uh, let them know where they can find y'all. Anything y'all got going on so they can hit it up. About a thousand views of listens. So go ahead and support them. It's your boy Kyrie, man. You know, it's always love when I'm on the podcast. Hit me up on Snapchat. I don't really do the social media shit no more. RP Dom23 underscore 24. That's where you can find me at on anything. Facts. What's the deal, man? It's your boy DQ, man. You can find me uh Instagram, Snapchat, DQ underscore eleven. Uh reach out to me. Um if you are in a real estate, uh real estate investor. I buy all cribs, any type of cribs, big, small, all cribs. Send me up 269 234 
0044. It's a business phone number. Hit me up. I'm buying all cribs. Facts. Hey, it's uh, Will Cruck. K-R-U-C-K. Remember that. Instagram, the legend Will Cruck, because I'm going to be a legend one day. I'm down about 35 pounds on this quarantine. I'm changing my life. If you're trying to get stronger, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to do any of that, you can ask some other people on the podcast. They've talked to me about I could turn you into a beast. So it's hit bad. me up. If, if you're a man, a bum, it's, it's big back season. If you're a skinny dude, hit me up. I'll get him big. I'll get whatever you need, man. So curls for, curls for the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, I'm Jordan. You know, y'all heard of me before. I've been here before. I'll be here again. Uh, if y'all catch me, I'll catch me. Facts. Yo, it's your boy Lauren, man. You can find me on Instagram, LLBJ the Great, all one word. And if you're looking for fun destinations in your city for dates and hangouts, you can download my app called Day Night, D A T E N I T E. You can find it on Google Play and on App Store. Facts. Go and support. Go and support. Inspire, too. I love that app. Thanks, man. Facts. Appreciate it. And I am your host, Five. You can catch me at Notorious underscore B-I-G underscore E on Instagram or hit up the podcast Instagram at The Copacetic Hour or the podcast Twitter at Copacetic Hour. Keep visiting our website, www.thecopacetichour.com and keep sending your emails to thecopacetichour at gmail.com. We're going to leave you with our mantra. Please protect your peace, secure your wealth, and define your destiny. This is the Copacetic Hour. Peace. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill?